Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water and water life science. It's not boring. It's exciting. For 12 years, we've had this radio show with Voice America, World Talk Radio, syndicated. And it can go worldwide. We've had people in all these different countries all over the world come on. Scientists, physicians, scholars, people who are studying. I don't like to bring anybody unless they're studying something. Um, They can practice things, but I want them to be studying what they want to talk about uh, on the show. And nutrition, um, health, uh, your breathing techniques, sleeping, uh, your 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 choice of being proactive with better health education, and we're calling it lately the Health Olympics to learn more, study together as if you're eavesdropping to us talking out loud about discovering, studying, thinking out what's there. Where are we going with this research? And it's like you're a little mouse listening to what we're talking about and what's going on out there in the world. And I have been able to, with my research, prove that the health education and the education of this education became too complex of a discussion with words that are above heads. I learned that everybody who goes to a school and comes out of that school with that knowledge of that education, those books, to go practice what they just learned. They're all individuals who have to go practice what they just learned. Most Let's say, I would say, most all are not inventors, but they go practice what they learn. If they're in research, they practice what they learn. If they're a scholar, they practice what they learn. Medical and more. No different than practicing to be a good athlete in the Health Olympics. We all have to do that. We all study. And people who don't study, it's a little concerning. Because if they're not studying, you're not going to get what you're out of what you're after with what you're paying them to do. So we bring them on and we get to hear what's going on with new thinking, new ideas. Participating. Did you know that the greatest inventions, most all inventions, are people that just use common sense? No matter who they are, where they came from, common sense. It just kind of fits that way. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science, and we developed some technology and water technology that is one of a kind, global. 
as we study the behavior of evaporation of the human body, that human body is made up of water. Why do we call this show the power of water? So that we can assist out there the research that is going on with the body water, your human body water. In your mother's pocket of water, you are nourished to develop with nature's plan. In that water, to be in that in that capacity, we'll call it, I'm going to try to be as, as uh, common sense, you are nourishing your organs to prepare for each organ to have a percentage of water. And that percentage of water then develops to where you can be born and come out of the mother's water and begin to live in the water vapor of the planet Earth. The atmosphere. It's water vapor. You become like a battery at the moment charging with the water vapor. Immediately. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingers prints alike, and more. You're unique. When we're studying the uniqueness of each and every person, we're studying the behavior of each and every person. You can't get the discoveries of looking for breakthroughs and symptoms of breakthroughs and what is happening if you don't study that. It has to be studied because you're made up of water. Like the planet Earth's influence started out, number one, with water. It all began. With water, the life of water, it's a life of its own, all by itself, with or without you. It lives. It started out that way. So with our show, what I did years ago, which is what I studied, I wanted to help us learn that in when you're getting education about thinking, and when I come to you on the show or what I do in my research, I want people to stop and think in science, scholars, and more throughout the world. I'm saying world. So that people will learn to stop and think about things. What might be happening? What happened just then? What's this all about? Because nothing is only one way. Things have a change along the way. And you have to understand that. No different than anything you do every day for all your life. Have you ever noticed that if you try to duplicate, you're going to be in, it it doesn't always work. You got to study how to move with it. Move with the rhythm of the thinking, and it's going to be a little deep here. After this planet started out with its life with water, water, and began a life, but that planet still lives with the solar system. Now, have you ever seen the solar system universal movement? With display, 
Did you ever notice it doesn't go fast? It moves with rhythm. That behavior keeps everything from bumping to each other. The stars, the moon, and all that is going on out there is working together with a rhythm. And that rhythm relates to this planet Earth, how we're living. If you try to knock, if you want it to go your way, you and anybody your way, you're going to knock off something of a rhythm. And that in every human being, every human life, all life, I don't care if it's the bark on the tree, the grass, um, the lake, the end, I don't care what it is out there. Everything survives with water and the relationship with the atmosphere. And that atmosphere is water. And you have an evaporation. And that evaporation is before dehydration. It starts at birth. And when you come out like a sieve and you begin to evaporate, there's five things that we're learning that are vital. Number one, you've got to learn how to breathe. We're not breathing very well. We have to learn how to drink water. When was the last time your doctor said, how much water are you drinking? That is vital. That's a very, very important question. Nutrition, you're learning. It's not just a recreation or to pick up only the obvious energy, but you have to learn how you eat your nutrition. It's being discovered out there. It could become additional to the medicine before long because they're learning the nutrition of your individual life. Choices is vital to you. Earth does that. Earth breathes that way. Earth has the water that way. And it's nourishing. Then you come along with the movement of your exercise and the body's relationship to that for you. Then the, the last one we teach is sleeping. Got to learn how to do it. Learn how to do it for you personally, how you can sleep. These are really exciting educational health tips to learn and share. And that's what this show is all about. We're really excited today. We have a very important guest coming on in a minute after our sponsor, Dr. Peary. His background is extraordinary. He's got a background that's just what I described in pharmaceutical leadership. And um, he will teach us where he comes from. He's very well known. He spent his life studying and in very exciting, highly respected locations. We're going to have him on here in a minute, but we'll listen to our sponsor first. As I told you years ago, pharmaceutically, ophthalmology research asked me to study the evaporation of the eye because I had been studying the evaporation of the skin. 
and the future of melanoma and skin cancer and what was happening, the lack of education all. We did, and they asked me if I would put on the market what we discovered, nature's tears I missed to slow down that evaporation, a dry eye evaporation of the 99% water at the surface of the eye to supplement that with a technology that's simple, safe for every member of the family, for the worldwide to, to be able to participate, to use. Because dry eye has become an epidemic and it does lead to blindness. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist using tissue culture grade water. We'll be right back with Dr. Puri. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I want your audience to meet Dr. Puri. Dr. Puri completed his academic professional education in the United States, receiving the Doctor of Pharmacy degree after graduating from the with his Master of Science, um, a Pharmacy, and Bachelor Degrees at the School of Wharton, University of Pennsylvania. He became involved also with continued education, and he did some associate work and, and, and a lot of work with the government. But I'm going to let him tell us more because it's so, it, it's so extensive. Dr. Puri, are you with us? Uh, yes, I am, uh, Sharon. This is uh, Puri Subramaniam, and it's a pleasure to meet with you. Well, can I get you first <laughs> to tell the audience how do you pronounce your name? Oh, okay. Uh, my first official name is pronounced Vaya Puri, 
Puri is part of my first name, Vaya Puri, uh-huh. and the last name is Subramaniam. Oh, okay, and now I've been it's pronounced told... the same way to spell. Uh, it's pretty easy, but uh, you can call me Puri. If it's easier for you, that's fine. Well, I will call you Dr. Puri, because I want the audience to keep in mind, as you and I are educating yeah. them today, about what you are learning and uh, what we can kind of, they can eavesdrop about what you're doing out there and what I can ask them good questions. Tell us Absolutely. about your life. As a, yeah, I always like our guests to tell us, Dr. Peary, where did you grow up? What inspired oh, yeah. you to become the per- Do what you're doing today. So let's, let's let them hear about, and if any children are listening, and we're going to start going for an audience of students in time here. Okay, um, sure. We'd like, like them to hear what your inspirations were as a young man to do what you're doing sure. today. Okay, thank you. So as the uh, question about where I grew up, uh, well, uh, I grew up in Malaysia. Uh, which is in Southeast Asia. Uh, I am of Indian origin. Uh, my ancestors' parents came from India, settled in Malaysia, uh, like many families do. And uh, I grew up there, and I had my high school, my basic uh, elementary, middle, and high school education through 13 years in Malaysia. And then mm-hmm. uh, it was under the British system of education. And then uh, I had a great uh, childhood with doing different things in oratory, speaking, public speaking, sports, but primarily I was very active in speaking and also school activities and in debate. And then from that point on, after high school, I was selected uh, uh, by Malaysia to go to the United States uh, uh, at the age of uh, uh, 17 to study under the Mm -hmm. International American Field Service International Exchange Program, which I was very privileged to have. And I went to the United States to study for one year uh, at the high school level, repeating my high school final year. And then after graduating, mm-hmm. very active in this country at a great time. Uh, and then returned back to Malaysia. And then I then I returned back to the United States after my brief stay in Malaysia to continue my university education program. And I've been here since then. So that is the basic uh, uh, information as to how I grew up and how I came here. And certainly over the time, I learned a lot of bringing my background to the United States and learning about how uh, great things we do here, and at the same time sharing with my colleagues, my peers, as well as elders, um, what best we do. And of course, in the university, of course, I studied undergraduate degrees in biology chemistry and uh, also the, the pharmacy education a professional mm-hmm. doctoral program, and then also did a lot of work in uh, Asian Pacific American. Programs. Well, I'm going to, every program. once in a while, Dr. Puri, I will interrupt, and the reason yes, we please do, please do. interrupt is because we'll hear something we know we're not going to come back to, and but I'm going to bring up that, uh, did you notice I mentioned that you graduated from the School of Wharton? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, okay, actually speaking, <laughs> my, I my did brother, my, uh, who was my, that's one okay, of my that's best okay. friends, uh, no, 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 yeah, let me just I, clarify I mean, that. Yeah. I want to yeah, tell you, you, my brother. Yeah. My brother was a graduate of Wharton uh, with his MBA, and he he wrote books for their industrial research unit for two over two years. Ron Cowan, my oh, patent yeah. attorneys are back east. 
Wharton graduate, so I have other wonderful, Wharton. Wonderful, that's a small yeah, world. I, yeah, I could and, go on and on, so, and I've been yes, there. Yes, yes, but right. and Sharon, I, I love kind you of that. wanted you to know <laughs> I have a oh, partiality yes. to Wharton. Nice to, nice to know, <laughs> yes, 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 definitely, thank you. And I could, just to clarify, I did my executive management program at the Wharton uh-huh. School, University of Pennsylvania, after yeah. I finished my pharmacy education in oh. leadership, so directly in a uh, uh-huh. postgraduate type training in at the Wharton School, which was a tremendous uh, opportunity for me to study there in terms of executive management leadership. That's why I was in Wharton. Yes. Right. Now, as a young man, what was the inspiration for you to get into pharmaceutical chemistry and be into it the way you are today? Um, oh. You had to have a craving. A, a real desire to do research. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, when I was growing up and right through high school, uh, my uh, desire was to get involved in healthcare, number one, and also in mm-hmm. the uh, biological, medical, pharmaceutical sciences. So mm-hmm. I was looking at all different options, and obviously uh, when you grow up uh, uh, back uh, where I came from, uh, I, was, I looked so many options through... Uh, my parents trying to uh, advise what best is for me, and I was also doing some searches. And then when I had the chance to come to the United States, that kind of gave me a further impetus to try to look at this further because the U.S. has some very advanced programs in medical pharmaceutical sciences, and that opened up a lot of um, horizons for me uh, where I was able to kind of fine-tune my, uh, narrow down my direction to study... Mm -hmm. Um, uh, healthcare sciences. And then my professor also uh, directed me to public health pharmacy and the role of pharmacists. And I felt that pharmacy has such an untapped resource in this world and also in the United States that we could even do right. more. So I right. got involved in pharmacy. That's why I said. Yeah, and I'm going to interrupt there. Uh, the pharmacy side of you is what led you to where you were going. And a lot of people don't understand that pharmacy that education in the pharmacy department and those pharmacists, what they study. And uh, yes. there's some that go to, uh, beyond being behind the counter every day, and, uh, yes. uh, but there's those behind the counter. And what they understand in, in the formulation of the products that uh, they've learned uh, are unbelievable. So... You took the pharmacy side first, then you went into bringing more to advance what you wanted to learn in your research, because you obviously liked the, the research side, the detail, the, the dissecting of what it's all about out there to treat the, mm-hmm. the symptoms of health. Am I wrong? Yes. Yes. No, no, you're right. Uh, basically, there's one piece of that. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I yeah. think when I started in pharmacy... I did start uh, initially after my basic education uh, behind the counter, helping patients to counsel right. and uh, do the right, uh, right, right drug for the right patient. Mm-hmm. And that is a public mm-hmm. health communication approach. But later on, pharmacy right. evolved in the U.S. for so many years, since 1970s to at the present time, pharmacy has evolved into a clinical program where patient care is part and parcel of pharmacy and communication. So the pharmacy program has become very clinical, Oriented, where they work hand in hand with other healthcare providers as the members of the team. So that has actually been right. great for me. Like what you just said. It, it, it is all, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the yeah. research part, of course, is one piece of 
policy practice. I got into research a little bit, but uh, mostly into clinical management and policy and also education. Uh-huh. Right. Now, uh, as you moved into your career, uh, going forward with your what you were wanting to learn and advance to your knowledge, your research, because you obviously, like I said at the beginning, you obviously, as a young man, like the research side of everything. Um, coming to America to do, to do what you were visioning, a lot of people don't realize that all over the world there are schools available that maybe can do well, too. That coming to America gives the individual a vision to dream about how far they can go with what they want to learn. Yes. With not being feeling intimidated about how to go about uh, wanting to be yes. uh, uh, furthering your career with a with a vision, with a dream. Absolutely. Let's just say, dream, become a dreamer with it, not yes, losing yes, your yes. confidence and yes. wanting to be a dreamer with what you wanted exactly. to get out of it. That's Absolutely. what America does. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. what makes this country great in its educational system is the fact that anybody right. can dream to come here and fulfill the desires in so many ways in education, uh, outreach, and communication. So pharmacy, right. like any other healthcare profession, gave this mm-hmm. great opportunity to many people, young people like me, when I started out, and it really mm-hmm. evolved into an evolving, continuously mm-hmm. evolving. It's even evolving even today. I must say in 2019, right. it's evolving to a right. healthcare profession, public health, which I'm involved in so many ways. And the government especially... We do so many things in pharmaceutical science and pharmacy that uh, pharmacy, we can be proud that pharmacy is as, uh, as advanced as it is in the United States as in other parts of the world and much more. Yes. Exactly. Now, where, 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 when you came along and you were advancing into more um, desire and knowledge to learn as much as you could, where, where did you find your... Where did you find that you wanted to focus on? I know everything comes with a rhythm of how you go. Everybody goes a step at a time. But where did you find it was a focus that really helped you to uh, yes. focus mm-hmm. on a discipline so that yes, it wouldn't be exactly. too scattered to help you to, to yes. achieve what you've done? Exactly. So once after I finished my pharmacy practice experience for 13, 14 years in patient care, clinical pharmacy and management. Uh, when I entered the government uh, in the Food and Drug Administration and later on the mm-hmm. Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, I mm-hmm. was able to focus on public health. Public health meaning mm-hmm. prevention, healthcare prevention, mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier in your, your, your presentation, as how we can mm-hmm. prevent things from happening to, from getting worse. So I felt that the pharmacist was the role, so I was commissioned and appointed by the U.S. Surgeon General and I was in the FDA mm-hmm. to be appointed to the Pharmacist Professional Advisory Committee uh, in the Department of Health and Human Services when I was in the FDA, mm-hmm. and I became chairman of the uh, Public Health Committee, where I mm-hmm. developed programs for colleagues and other peers in and out of government, how best we can advance the role of prevention as part of public health, and in this the case, pharmacists take their role. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Now, did you notice when you were running, learning as you went, uh, then that that word prevention turned out to be a lazy... I'm going to say something. Don't ever misunderstand what I'm going to say here, you or sure. the audience. Mm-hmm. 
a laziness. Something began to happen along the way in the past four years, let's say. Let's just go back 40 years. That the word prevention was left behind for if you get something that doesn't go right, we'll put you in remission. And Mm -hmm. people weren't being educated about Mm -hmm. being educated uh, in health education classes in school. Uh, When Mm -hmm. you go to the doctor, what the doctor is saying to keep you, to give you the education that when you walk out, you want to take your own, you want to be responsible also for um, what you're trying to learn with your health and your symptoms so that you can be more proactive or assist the doctor. Help the yeah. doctor, help the, help the medication, help everything mm-hmm. to where the mm-hmm. individual has a responsibility, not just the medication, the doctor, but there's a health education that they're getting exactly. out of it that comes with simplicity, common mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Did you follow yes. me? Yes, yes, exactly. And matter of Am fact, I right you or mentioned wrong? about... Yes, yes. I, yeah. I follow what you said, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Matter of fact, that the healthcare professional, pharmacist in this case, is the link yeah. between the doctor and the patient. When the patient sees and, the doctor... And, and, uh, well, and, and, more, and, and let me say something there. I'm sorry. Um, it, that plus the company who invented it. Because mm-hmm. there are no two people going to react the same with all of these inventions. Exactly. Exactly. That's why the communication part is very yeah. important, and then how we can improve health literacy, and yeah. how we can improve yeah. uh, any way to improve literacy of patients and understanding their health information, right. and to create to better adherence to following right. what they have to do to get better. Right. And that now, being the case, what yeah. I've learned, I don't know about. Uh, I'm just going to think about what we, I've been evaluating. Health education. It's so sad because I'll talk to even individuals like yourselves and scientists and scholars and people that are dedicated to human life on this planet, to doing what mm-hmm. they're doing. Yes. And, uh, and as I listen to what we're all trying to do, something became weak on how we get people to be better educated with common sense so mm-hmm. they take responsibility we don't really hear it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Taking responsibility, and then and they're also... blaming. They're blaming. Um, they're blaming. They want to go blame. We're going to go blame. We're going to go blame. And then came the the lawsuits. Oh, we're now we're blaming. Or the, here comes the insurance company. And mm-hmm. I said to everybody on the show, when you get these conferences together, have you brought to the conference? executives from the insurance companies to participate whenever you mm-hmm. have a conference? Then uh, they well, say, well, I don't yes, think I yes, thought yes, of yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. And that's important. And, and you know of some fact, of the people that could be educating the best? The insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they right. advertise. That's right. That's yeah. right. I agree. Yeah. And also now, I, I, as far as I know, many insurance companies are slowly, from what we have seen over the years, slowly realizing that healthcare professionals that the insurance companies can use and utilize are key to making sure that insurance, health insurance holders like us, you and me, can be contacted yeah. to make sure they understand the medicines better, 
So now I think right. after many people have heard that pharmacies are calling patients who are healthcare uh, insurance holders to say, are they comfortable? Are they understanding their medicines? Right. And also right. a way to go through their profile. It's all confidential. It, it, but well, I think you know what it is, well. Dr. Peary? What it is, Dr. Peary? Then it becomes a team effort to save lives. Right. It becomes right. a team effort that everybody wants people to live on this planet and improve, get better, yeah. and, and take responsibility for health, education. I call it the Health Olympics. And what it happens, mm-hmm. it's like when I go to the doctor and they'll say we're something, doing something. And I said, we're all in the Health Olympics together. And they said, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people like yeah. yourself. Uh, now, I have to take a break. We're going to be right back. Don't you go anywhere because we're going to discuss all of this and what you have been learning and where you're at today and what you've been discovering and what's important to you personally. Okay, we'll be right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. It's just a mist. Thank you. The surface of your eye is 99% water. A lot of you didn't know that. When the eye drop touches it, it causes a weight to evaporate more water. You don't want to do that. You want to mist. With Nature's Tears, Eye Mist was invented to supplement that surface of the eye, like you drink water and you do other things that are healthier, to replace that water, to slow that evaporation of body water down, but the evaporation of the human eye organ. Many of you don't know that dry eye is an epidemic causing the potential of some people going blind. How many people do you know have gone blind? I know people who have gone blind. It's very startling. But there's, we can learn together what can be done worldwide with nature's tears eye mist with a tissue culture grade of water, 100% water to supplement the eyes over evaporation. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Pure. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Jury, are we learning? Uh, you are amazing and your dedication there. And where, where I'm going to come from with this question is, do you believe that the pharmacist is being taken too much for granted about what they could offer every time? Fill the prescription. The person's ready to walk away. Is that mm-hmm. a captive audience to where the person to remind them to drink a lot of water for it to be able, the medication to be able to um, provide them what they're, what the doctor has prescribed that could be a benefit mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. drinking water? Uh, mm-hmm. Now, the doctor probably forgot to do it. But if mm-hmm. the pharmacist, is it possible that there could be an educational movement to add mm-hmm. a little dialogue, not just mm-hmm. on paper, because I've noticed people are used to no end of paper, no end of communications to read words, but they to talk to them quickly, mm-hmm. to de- describe, be sure and drink enough water with what mm-hmm. you're going to be taking. Mm-hmm. So that the, wa- yeah. the, wa- the water will give you the benefit for it to be of what the, to help the symptom. Yeah. And then there's yeah. not, you don't have to say a lot, but just mm-hmm. enough yeah. to when the person takes it serious. How many people yeah. do you know that had a reaction to the medication that don't drink really a lot of water? Exactly, exactly. And I agree with 100% because uh, the, key, the key ingredient to make sure you take your medicines correctly and properly by swallowing a tablet or swallowing a liquid medicine is drinking enough water so it really digests medicine better and down into the human body. And so basically, at the present time, pharmacists are becoming more accessible. Yes. Right. And I think... Right. Pardon? Yes. And I've I've said, you know, I was talking to somebody out of the country one day and she'd been in the medical field. And she yes. wasn't feeling very well, going to her doctor. And I said to her, are you drinking enough water? And she said, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I drink that. I said, now, wait a minute. How are yes, you yes. drinking your water? Well, yes. and I said, no, you had to, the serious side of your water mm-hmm. should be one mm-hmm. whole glass at a time. The serious yes, side. If you want exactly. to drink water, would you water your plant by drip, by sip, whatever? Mm-hmm. I said, No. You want to it to absorb. You want yeah. it to absorb. And yeah. when you go to drink seriously, that glass, those other glasses that are serious to methods of drinking what's necessary for the health of your body and let mm-hmm. your body make the decision, not you yes. make the decision. Yes, right. And it's probably right. better to take water more so than any other liquid when you take a medicine because water will not interact with medicines, right. uh, like other potential liquids like milk or grape juice or even any right. kind of soda. So your best right. to just stay away from all those. Take water, pure water, and that really helps to digest. Even if you're not taking medicine, as you mentioned, water is the key of life to take constantly right. throughout the day. So yes, it all goes right. together. Hmm? And, and then, I, then I go and I evaluate to be fair and research uh, I'm sure you're the identical. 
in research, we want we are always in our mind wanting to be fair about what we're learning and mm-hmm. see all sides to what's been going on from mm-hmm. way back in time to mm-hmm. where you're at then. And you look at to be fair, the word's fair, to everything going on, and you can mm-hmm. see where something was lost needs to be found. That mm-hmm. education about the common sense, the simplicity mm-hmm. of common sense, to make it easy for I don't care who it is mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. from any walk of life, mm-hmm. and they walk home with that baby. There should be a little classroom at the hospital, not just words and brochures. When mm-hmm. you go home with a baby, make sure the baby, da-da-da-da, education. Then when they go to get to see the doctor in between, the baby and education again. Water, mm-hmm. water, good food, watch for the baby's symptoms, and don't, and the word symptoms could be watch how the baby reacts to the milk it's drinking, the water mm-hmm. it's drinking, is it getting enough, and the certain foods, the behavior, yes. and, and learn yes. how to do that. So when you go to the doctor, the doctor, you've got, you know how to describe the, the, to the doctor something you notice that maybe you should have. And, and uh, that, that, that they, that, I'm sorry, that the doctor wouldn't have noticed because you're going in and out really quickly. You're yes, being yes. more responsible mm-hmm. to what life is all about. And yes, I've yes. noticed that lack of education is so simple. Mm-hmm. It's fun, actually. That's why I started yes. calling it the Health Olympics. Right. It's yes. fun. We're yep. learning more about food. We're learning mm-hmm. more about breathing. We're learning, mm-hmm. we're learning, um, uh, 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 you know, and it's fun to keep learning. Can mm-hmm. you learn mm-hmm. enough? It's impossible. Yes. Uh, and then we all have to be reminded, people like yourself who do know it quite right. a bit. Do you ever right. find yourself forgetting something that day, mm-hmm. that week that you maybe should have thought of for your own personal health? Because yes, you're yes. busy. You get yes, distracted. Yes, yes. Yes. And you know, and you go, oh my gosh, I forgot are... to, you know, I forgot to right, right. do this. Yes. Right? Exactly. And, exactly. And, you mentioned, and, you know, mm-hmm. yes. and I mentioned earlier, as busy as doctors are, as busy as all health professionals are, the patient has only about a few minutes to see a doctor at any given time. Right. So it, it is actually a multidisciplinary effort by the healthcare professional where the pharmacist comes in the picture, mm-hmm. especially in the community, right. like uh, the regular community where the patients go and get the medicines filled, that they are not yeah. just getting the medicines filled, but they are also making sure pharmacists today are probably using different kinds of communication strategies. to uh, Exactly, to, uh, communication uh, strategies, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, they're, and now doing a, they are using a teach-back uh, a strategy to confirm that the patient understands what they need to know about the medicine and also... At, at, uh, how to take the medicine properly, like water, the right vehicle, so that it's properly digested. And so these things patients don't realize, that they don't just take enough medicines to take the, the water to take the medicine, but take more water beyond that throughout the oh, whole day. and also so learning how to breathe yes. and how, exactly. how you breathe. The doctor exactly. is a doctor noticing that the person doesn't really know how to breathe very well. No, no, this is something that is a gap. There's a gap in the healthcare system, uh, you know, and, you know, is, uh, all over the world, where there's not right. communication to take for granted <coughs> that breathing right. along with 
deep breathing, water consumption is key. So, and also a lot of people, I'm sure, don't realize that the water helps to improve the nutritional value of food. And breathing. Yeah, breathing, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Breathing. And you just said, too, it's not expensive. No. But, you know, the other thing you just said about the dialogue. Now, Mm -hmm. I watched with all these, you were inundated with all of these communications by using Mm -hmm. the word that we're reading. Our eyes are over... Mm-hmm. Overtaxed. I mean, read, yeah. read, 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 yes. read. Looking down right. at the phone, looking at the computer, looking at the book, mm-hmm. looking at all this stuff. But yeah. when you get a, a, a health Olympic going of training, where you're mm-hmm. being reminded out loud with words, out mm-hmm. loud verbal. Those, yes. Have you noticed, I've got to tell you one. I had a scientist on here, and he said, Sharon, you're right. He said, my students... As a professor, for all those years, he said, I go into that classroom, and he said, I watch it. And he said, did I reach to them? Did I? He said, they look at you like, okay, uh uh-huh. And he went home one time, and he said to his wife, I don't know what, after all these years, I don't think that they're really hearing much. They have a different outlook. And his wife said, did you listen to them, mm-hmm. well, how to approach yeah. the class and for you to go about it out right, loud, what right, means right. out loud, yes. not just yes. depend yes. on the book. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and also, I would also mention that the, one of the key communication strategies that Paul's you know, beginning to utilize more and more is not just yeah. speech facts, but using plain non-medical language to make sure they use right. common words to there speak to the patient so they understand Yeah, exactly. Non-medical I language. Had, and then I both. had recently... A biochemist that, mm-hmm. in Florida, and we started talking about some things. And he started mm-hmm. in on, well, that, 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 that. I said, oh, Jeff, don't go there. It mm-hmm. be common sense. It's common mm-hmm. sense. Just talk common sense. Maybe because I said, everybody, I don't care who they are. It could be Einstein. Common sense is what people are always looking for. Yes. Always have. Yes. The greatest inventions are always common sense. And exactly. I said health, exactly. e- health education, Dr. Curie, mm-hmm. it's a common sense. It's got to be invented. It's got to be a, a debutante of life. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you're, in a position, you're in a position to be able to do that yourself out there to influence yes. people, to yes. go out there right. Right. and get, yes. get behind this mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, movement and I would say, of getting right, and the I would say word that, out yes. there and get it educated. Exactly. I would say also in policy, uh, especially in the United States and also other the other uh, parts of the world are following the U.S. Right. model, is how farmers are now being taught and trained to improve their communication outside the community with the public right. so that they're not just speaking of the medicines, as you mentioned, right. but they're also having time to consult with the pharmacist when and if needed if they need to have information about how to comply with the medicines taken properly, and also if they right. don't understand the language properly, how they can speak in non-medical terms, and also right. where they can be speaking in signs or, or graphics or pictures mm-hmm. or posters so that they do offer a teach-back uh, approach so that in some parts of the world, as you know, people don't mm-hmm. have the literacy to really understand 
Not that they're not taking the medicines, but they can't. So but that, this is that, one way. Yeah, we're back to the word common sense. Yes. Now, the other one I wanted to talk to you about today is mm-hmm. the opioid problem. Mm-hmm. I look at it this way, sadly. Sadly. Mm-hmm. We knew long ago it could be coming. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible of it being there and not getting it disciplined in time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used the word. Mm-hmm. Did you notice I just said discipline? Yes. Now, discipline. we've known, mm-hmm. we just said today that we're fighting mm-hmm. that lack of education, not on paper, of words out loud, mm-hmm. are very, have been lost, mm-hmm. need to be found. Mm-hmm. That people taking these medications, whether they leave the dental office or whatever, wherever, and they're going mm-hmm. home with what? For whatever mm-hmm. reason, they just walked home with a painkiller or something mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. relax their discomfort. Mm-hmm. They weren't looking at it mm-hmm. innocently because yeah. they're not a chemist. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. not the chemist's fault. It's not the inventor's mm-hmm. fault. Mm-hmm. It's not the pharmacist's fault. It's not the mm-hmm. doctor. But they're not. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that they're talking about all these emotional problems? Mm-hmm. Well, what's happened to think about mm-hmm. is the emotional problems could be in the last many, many years, mm-hmm. if they don't feel good, they want to be, imp- we want the doctor to be God immediately. Don't, mm-hmm. oh, don't, mm-hmm. don't put this off. I, I, ha- I don't feel good. Yeah, and I yeah, know you've got yeah. that medication. You've got something. I know you've got something. Yeah. Doctor, please. And then right, they think it's right. innocent. Exactly. It, it, they, it was innocent right. in that era. I mean, look right. how innocent that was for so many years. They mm-hmm. weren't thinking. Yeah. And they didn't right. realize the education mm-hmm. to the individual right. to think, be proactive, yeah. take responsibility right. Right. with yeah. your exactly. health. How did you yes. feel about it? Yes, exactly. Did you, oh, and you know, I'll bet you, right. I'll bet you something, Dr. Peary. Something yes, to think right. about, and you're in a yes. position to go beyond what I can do. I'll exactly. bet you yeah. a lot of those people who became addicted didn't drink enough yeah. water. Yes, absolutely. And also, to take the, the, this thing about opioids you mentioned is actually a multi-focused yeah. approach. As basically, yeah. patients have this expectation that they must get yeah. something Oh, they want it, they, they want it to be like a, the magic of one. Yeah, dog. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, quick, have we also quick, considered... Quick, quick. Yeah. Have we considered about yeah. the non-medicine approach? There are two parts. One is the pharmacologic approach, taking the medicine for your pain. The other is mm-hmm. the non-pharmacologic or non-medicine approach that you do other types of therapy to help offset the pain through, say, meditation, yoga, traditional type of approaches where they work in many cases. So the healthcare professional, all of us, have to be fully cognizant that we can also apply non-medicine approaches, meaning doesn't have to be a drug, but a non-drug approach to help the patient I'm understand. Gonna add, I'm going to ask you there. I'm going to ask you there something, and we only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, I'm going to ask you there, is there a better word to say than the word alternative? It's kind of like the word climate change. Everybody's going, "Uh uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. The word alternative isn't isn't enough. Well, alternative is something. something, No. How would you describe it? Non-medicine, non-pharmacologic therapeutic uses. So Mm non-pharmacologic would mean 
meditation, yoga, acupuncture, or any type of well-established alternative Qigong, treatment. Qigong, Qigong, Tai Chi. Meditation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. And many right. people today are finding that useful, just that they have to be directed yeah. to that. I, you know, all over the world, right. uh, especially in uh, uh, parts of uh, Asia and uh, yeah, India, China, and other countries, they have developed this thing. Nobody's perfect. But people die be cognizant of the fact that they can learn from these different approaches, which are also available in the U.S. also. So and and the nutrition. The, the other thing, Dr. Puri, uh, we're all out of time, and I'm going to have you But the other one is, if you can think about it, can they change their diet and watch that diet that maybe those mm-hmm. nerve endings are being affected by the over-evaporation of the diet because mm-hmm. of the diet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and get rid of the pain. Yeah. Well, definitely the water will help. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, uh, whether they can take something rather than into the mouth swallowing, which will cause side effects. Right. Maybe something topical, mm-hmm. maybe like a pain patch temporarily to make sure you're okay. Right, there's so It doesn't too. get into your body as fast, although it's a little bit, but at least it's safer. And then take it in a systemic, systematic, step-by-step approach. And uh, mm-hmm. because pain is a subjective suffering phenomenon that different people mm-hmm. feel pain in different levels. So how do we prevent misuse? How do we prevent diversion? And how do we prevent dependence, right? Dependence. Well, we're so out of time. Key. We're mm-hmm. out of time. You and I are going to have to do this one again someday if you find that yes. time available. I will because be always is, available to talk to you, Sharon. You've been, this is uh, you've, been, you've been such a great person to talk to, and I appreciate all your thoughts and ideas. Uh, we really, it's been a pleasure. Okay, well... Um, we thank you for coming on, and uh, I'm, you were very valuable today. I, I really appreciate what you did with the audience. Thank you. It's a pleasure. You have thank a you nice for having day. me. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Well, audience, guess what? The world out there, there's so much to learn if you're willing to learn. Don't think you know it. Be willing to learn. Earth has a way of whispering to us to learn about it. All, and think about all the children you can influence to learn. Put a child's heart in your hands. There's no such thing as an imperfect child. Remember, all over the world, they're depending upon us, those of us who reached a time of life to be called an adult. What are we going to do to help them learn and make the world as exciting as Dr. Peary found as a young man? I want to thank you for listening today. And listen to that whisper. You have a nice day. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. With an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.